All right. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back, friends. We are open to it yet again. Woo. How's it going, Meg? It's good. Um, I am across the country right now. It's my first time in New York City. Um, You've never been there? I've never been to New York City. I was here once for like six hours because my birthright trip was flying out of New York, but I've never like Mm -hmm. spent time in the city. Uh-huh. Um, so you guys will hear it, hear about it on our Labor Day episode. Um, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. So what but, are you like, what are your thoughts on your first time spending time in New York? I have to apologize for everyone I've ever talked shit to about moving to New York because I get it. Like this yeah. city is fucking electric. I could totally see myself here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. so I'm here for work and just having a a great time already yeah I like New York I don't think I could live there I lived there for like five months for an internship in college and it was just like I missed nature and the ocean and like not like there was just too many buildings and not enough grass I feel that the architecture is definitely novel to me I've only lived my whole life on the California coast so oh that's crazy was it confusing trying to figure out the subway when you first got there bitch you think I'm using the subway already you're not using not, the subway? Not How a are fucking you getting chance. Around? I used it I used it once with the help of a friend, but my office is literally right across the street from my hotel, so I'm mm. if I'm using the subway it's with the help of somebody else <laughs> at this point. Yeah. But I've definitely like when I was living there gotten on the wrong direction a few times and it's like fuck, this is so annoying. Yeah, it's it's definitely confusing, but you know what? I'm open to it. I'm open should- to the experience. <laughs> You should learn how to use the subway. It'll save you a lot of money Ubering around. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, but the thing is all the times that I like have the option to do that, it's really dark and I'm scared. <laughs> like it doesn't seem safe. And That's I've been true. told many times, like if you don't have to pepper spray, don't take the subway alone at night. So. Yeah, it's definitely a little dangerous. But there was one time that me and my friend Adam went out drinking and we went to, what's that one park by NYU? Washington Square. Is it Washington Square Park? I think. Yeah. We went yeah. to Washington Square Park and we literally were so drunk. We fell asleep on the edge of the fountain, like actually like like alcoholics do. And we woke up, both of our phones were dead. It was pitch blackout, no one around, middle of the night. And he was like, Can I just come sleep over? But I didn't want to hook up with him. So I was like, No. <laughs> I'm going home. And he was like, you don't have your phone. How are you going to get home? I was like, I have my subway card. I'm just going to go. And so like zombie, blackout drunk, so intoxicated, marched my way down to the subway. And it was just me and a homeless man in the subway car for like 10 blocks. Nothing happened. I made it That's not safe. <laughs> it was worth oh it to God. not sleep with him. <laughs> I respect the commitment. Mm-hmm. That's That's very impressive. Thank you. You are the queen who would be able to pull that off. It was um, definitely not not a safe situation, but I didn't. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm in your bedroom right now, so that's yeah. That's a nice little Bye. background. Let's get in there. Yeah. My <laughs> Wi-Fi keeps cutting out, so I was like, "Fuck it, Sarah. I'm coming upstairs." Well, you're more than welcome in my room anytime. Thank you. Um, I want to get into the episode and I want to hear about your week, but I do have some tea to spill, and I will make it very quick. Okay. Do you remember the guy I met in January who we were obsessed with each other and then met up in Vegas? Yes. And then now we like just text each other every now and then. So the Friday night before I left for New York, I get a drunk text from him Mm -hmm. and we start going back and forth about like, God, like, I really like you. I really like you. I want to see you. And we start, 
you know, trying to figure out like, when can we both like meet up somewhere cool again, like go to Mexico or like, you know, yeah. and it's really hard for me to take time off work. So I was like, well, I'm going to New York. He lives in Atlanta Uh and he was like, I'll come visit you in New York. His dad's a pilot. Oh my God. So I was like, dude, are you really going to come visit me in New York? He's like, yeah, I can be on the next flight. I'll come out tomorrow. And he was fully going to come and spend time with me in New York until I remembered that like I told him I had said it, but I didn't explicitly say it. But I was like, I'm going to New York to work out of my New York office to help onboard like some new employees. But I don't think he fully understood that I was going to be like in the office eight to five every day. Mm -hmm. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, I want to make sure he really knows this so he doesn't show up and was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I told him that I was like, I'm going to be in the office every day, eight to five, just so you're like really aware. And he's like, yeah, as much as I'd love to come, I don't think I can make it. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Mm, But I was so sad. Such a (laughs) buildup. It was such a buildup. I was so sad. Um, You should just go down to Atlanta. I really want to go to Atlanta, but like I I can't be taking time off work right now. I, yeah, it's just like yeah. an optics thing. Which That's sad. Um, wow, he should have still come. He, there's He could have made himself fucking busy in the city while you're working. I know. Also, he has a full-time job too. I'm like, work from the hotel, work from a coffee shop. Like, yeah. just was enjoy that, New York. Was that, did he say that's the only reason he didn't come? He didn't even give a reason. He just like, I think that was the reason also it was super last minute I was like you're gonna it's Friday it's Saturday morning at like 12 30 a.m you're gonna book a flight to come out on Monday like that's pretty that's a big lift yeah Ugh, was but sad. it was really romantic and then when I was packing I packed that cute little black lingerie that I had worn for him in Vegas <laughs> oh no sad well you should use it on someone else yeah, there's this guy on my team at work who actually, when everybody was out in LA for our like big company happy hour, my HR girl came up to me and she was like, we'll call him Sam. She's like, I saw you talking to Sam. Are you going to hook up with him? And I was like, the HR girl's like, HR? Excuse me. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you going to hook up with him? I don't think so. We're going, we're going out tonight. Like me, him and another one of our coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the I end. might do something toxic, but yeah, I think there's also I think a good chance I don't. <laughs> Listen, you're not like obsessed with this company. I would just fuck him. <laughs> I low key am like really killing it right now, though, and kind of do want to make sure I don't jeopardize my place at this company's. Mm-hmm. But also, we work on opposite sides of the country. He works in the New York office. I work in LA. Yeah, so like no one would ever know or care. Yeah, I don't know. I, like- we'll see. When I was on set for work, I hooked up with, like, half the crew. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what else are you supposed to do? Not I know, hook up with your coworkers? <laughs> like, <laughs> How is that an option? You have to. like, I, Yeah, it's kind of par for the course. 100%. I'm here to provide the, the company tea. Well, excited to check in next time and hear about whether or not you fucked him. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. Tell me about your week. Uh, What's new? What have you been open to lately? Me. I mean, I've realized I'm now like back, back in LA. I came back last weekend so we could do stand up basically, literally so we could like do stand up and do an interview. And then I went back to Albuquerque for the past three days. And then now I'm back in LA. I want to say for good, but till Tuesday when I go to France, but like back in LA, <laughs> no longer going, I'm no longer in Albuquerque ever again. So life is good. Um, I was thinking 
like the past two weeks because I haven't really talked, I went on a solo trip to Colorado and it was like the best. It was so cleansing and so nice and I love Boulder and I just like hiked and went to restaurants alone and like shopped and had, it was great. I like am obsessed with Boulder now. That's amazing. What a like, like eat, pray, love moment for you. It was very eat, pray, love. And you know what I was thinking the whole time? I have to remember to be grateful for these moments in my life where I don't have a man on my mind in any way, shape, or form. There's Mm -hmm. no one that I'm like waiting for a text from. There's no one that I want to hear from. There's no one that I'm getting over. Like every guy I've ever romantically cared about, I'm fully over them. I have no one on the horizon that I like have emotions for. Like it's such like a clear headed, like, like I genuinely am only thinking about myself and like my life and not worried about like my emotions are like totally dictated by myself right now and it's so nice and I love it (laughs) that is the most emotionally evolved and healthy thing I think either one of us has ever said (laughs) it's literally the best feeling I'm like I can't like I don't even want to like start seeing someone because I don't want to like lose the sense of like peace that I have (laughs) you're my idol right now (laughs) so nice it's so chill um yeah it was nice just like going on hikes and listening to Taylor Swift and not having it be like emotional, just having it be a vibe. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift really quick before we get into our topic for this week, um, I was at a yeah. bar with my coworkers last night. There's one other girl on our sales team, like in the whole company, and she works in the New York office. So we got to hang out this week and we were at this bar. They started playing Taylor Swift banger after T Swift banger after T Swift banger. Mm, that's so we fun. We're scream singing with each other, and every other girl in the bar and all the guys were just kind of like like sitting back, like we're just oh, gonna let this amazing. play out. It was, and it reminded me of the party that you went to with mm-hmm. your friend, where it was just like a Taylor Swift rock block. It was the best. Just like. J- Every song that you hear of Taylor Swift in the bar is going to hit. Like, I was on a party bus last weekend, and the guy was like, what do we play? What do we play? And we were all just like, play some fucking Taylor Swift. So, like, the girls will get up and start dancing, and then you can change it to, like, this fucking house music you want to play. But, yeah, it was amazing. Um, Well, anyway, we did something really stupid and scary. (laughs) Uh, a dear friend and listener wrote into us and was like, you guys should chop all your hair off. And I was like, intrigued, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think we Emily thought about I, it. We thought about it. And I think Emily mm-hmm. and I can both agree that our hair is like a major part of our personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> and overall attractiveness. I go from yeah. like a six to a four if my hair is short. hundred <laughs> percent. I go to a, from a six to a four based on if I wash my hair. Mm-hmm. Like. And um, so we decided to go out wearing pixie cut wigs. Mm-hmm. Mine was like a pixie cut. Emily's was like a bob. Yes. Mine and... was, if you, this is so niche, but I looked exactly like the taller twin sister in a Cinderella story. Exactly. Yes. The one who's like, <laughs> I'll post, we'll post a picture of her on the Instagram. I, I yeah. screenshot of one. We look like twins. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so it's really ugly looks is the moral of the story. And here's the thing, like, these looks were so in at one point mm-hmm. in time. Like this mm-hmm. was a normal thing in like the 60s, like, you know, like the the twiggy look. And then there was mm-hmm. the 80s. Like if you guys watched Candy, how Jessica Beale has that like short like perm on her head, which I think is like mm-hmm. the craziest thing. Yeah. But we tried it. Like 
Emily, how did you how did you feel going to the bar? We decided to go out in Santa Monica. Like, what were well, your initial feelings? Well, the whole thing was like crazy because first of all, I didn't realize really the concept was short hair. I thought it was like different hair. So I got a long haired brunette wig that kind of made me look like Megan. And then she's like, no, short hair. And so I'm in the bathroom cutting this synthetic wig and my whole bathroom still is covered with like brown wig hair. But so then I chopped it and it was really like even worse, like ugly layers, choppy, bad. Um, and we're walking down to the bar. And of course, the first person we run, we run into is the one guy in my building that I've slept with. So, <laughs> and he goes like, to give me a hug. And then he's like, what did you do to your hair? And I was like, fuck. And then he goes to touch it. I'm like, no, it's a wig. And he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Also, first of all, any men listening, wrong response. Wrong response Honestly, no, right off the bat. Wrong response, but like fair. <laughs> fair for sure. But also like but if you like, see a girl course. who's chopped her hair off. She's probably going through an emotional roller coaster as it is. Yeah. <laughs> Try to make her feel better. <laughs> Literally. I was like, yeah. I hope I see no one tonight when I'm wearing this disgusting wig and look so ugly. And of course, the one person we were into is someone I sleep with. But like, you know, it was fine. So the then, building. yeah, before we, <laughs> before we even left the building. Um, but then it was just this weird balance of like, it, the, since we didn't get like fun, crazy wigs, we got wigs that looked like real hair. Like, yeah. no it felt like people were looking at us like, is that a wig? Is that not? Or like, cause it wasn't like a funny wig to like be ironic and humorous. It was like, they're wearing these wigs seriously and like mean to look this way. So it just felt very like we looked like something was off about us. And I walking to the bar, I felt like everyone was looking at us and being like, wow, they look so ugly. So weird. Why yep. the fuck are they doing that? Is that real hair? It felt like all eyes were on us in a in the worst way the worst way and the whole yeah. point too is because i think so what my friend was trying to like get us to do was like be the girls with short hair which is like mm -hmm. that's a whole person don't you think like that's an entire <laughs> persona like the girl with a pixie cut and like that's well, just we went out with us. my roommate mave we went out with mave who has short hair and rocks it and it's like part of her kind of like vibe is her yeah. like short little cute hair and she looks good with it but well, There's also, reason my hair is long. Um, I feel like you and I have like rounder faces than Maeve. Maeve is like yeah. a twig and like very She's like angular. thin face, angular. Yeah. Like I have you ever had your hair actually short before? Yeah, I, I cut my hair to my above my shoulders my freshman year of college. And how did you feel? For the first month, I was like, this is so cute. And then when it grew a little bit past, it was like Maeve, like a little bit longer than Maeve's length. So it was kind of like a vibe, you know? And then when it okay. grew to that awkward, like not short, not long, I then hated it for like three years. And I yeah. just waited for it to grow back. I post breakup my sophomore year of college, chopped my hair off to like my collarbones. I looked like a fucking cabbage patch kid. My really? face was too round. I looked like yeah. I was 12 years old. It was just like, mm -hmm. I just realized like so much of my confidence is wrapped up in like the way I look and a lot, a large part of that, I think for most women is our hair and yeah, it's weird. It was just like, crazy. Hair. Like mm -hmm. the way we like couldn't interact with people. I couldn't make eye contact with anyone. No, I was so embarrassed at the bar the entire night. It's just like, it is weird how much hair is like a part of of attractiveness or at least how much I feel it's a part of attractiveness but it's been mm -hmm. such like a security blanket my whole life I've always had super long super blonde hair and I've like I get it done like all the time to like keep it as blonde as it is and like spend so much money on it <laughs> yeah yeah and 
it was like I'm remembering back to when I did that big chop. I my senior year of high school, I won best hair, hard flex, senior superlatives, won best hair, and then went to college and I was going to so many parties and events that I was straining it every fucking day. And I'm not even kidding. The entire left side just like broke off. Like that's why I had to do the big chop is because like half of the left side of my hair just literally fried off and was chopped, broken off by heat. And so then I had to do the big chop and I was like, oh my God, like I can no longer rely on my hair making me like hotter. Right. <laughs> and it's just weird how much that like, how much I care, like get over yourself. Well, it was so weird. I feel like it even affected like how my clothes looked and like my, like my, mm-hmm. I feel like my outfit looked weird because my hair wasn't there as an accessory. I feel like Half of my fidgets have to do with like, you know, kind of touching my hair, like tossing it back. And I just had this like, we're going to post pictures on the Instagram. They're honestly hilarious. <laughs> but like yeah. we were sitting, I think the funniest part was that we were sitting at the bar and we like beeline towards the back of the bar because we were so scared to talk to anyone or sit near anyone. Mm-hmm. What we didn't realize was that we were sitting underneath the TVs. So we thought everybody was staring at us. We thought everyone was looking at us being like, what the fuck are these girls doing? When really we realized they were just looking at the fucking TV and we have like massive egos. <laughs> Ma- yeah, we have really bad main character syndrome apparently. Literally. Literally. But yeah, it was like we we were talking about like how our, like the wigs were starting to hurt and like we were getting headaches. Like, should we just take them off? And I think we mm-hmm. both like, even though they weren't so, super comfy, I think we just like wanted to take them off so bad. 100%. Yeah, taking that off in the bar bathroom was the best feeling. Though I was like, we're gonna take these wigs off, and all the men are, all these men are gonna come up to us. They're gonna be like, oh my god, who is she? We took them off. Still, no one talked to us. Absolutely no one. <laughs> like I don't know who we think we are. It's just all in our heads. That's kind of the whole like thing I'm realizing about all this hair stuff is like it's so in our heads, and like other people do not notice or care or give a fuck. They really don't. And I think that's yeah. something that like we as a gender have such a hard time understanding like we stress mm-hmm. so much about like my skin this week has been breaking out in a way that I've never experienced before which thank mm-hmm. god the zoom camera is not exposing yeah but like all along like my jawline and like the middle of my cheek right here like this giant zit and I think everybody's staring at it and you know it's that thing where it's like you have a zit and you point it out to someone and they're like I never would have noticed if you didn't say anything like, yeah, I, t- I try not to do that. Like, I never am like, oh, look, I have a zit. <laughs> I feel like, well, not like, oh, look, but if someone's <laughs> like, oh, wow, your makeup looks good. And it's like, oh, no, I'm like breaking out. It's, you know, I mean, I do that. I feel like, like, I know people a lot of the time will do that. And it's like, I never would have noticed if you didn't say anything. Yeah. And we just yeah. think people are always staring at us and picking us apart. And like, we're the mm-hmm. only ones doing that to ourselves. I've never once like looked at someone and been like, oh, wow, they have a big zit. Like that's never happened. <laughs> yeah, that's only happened to me if it has a really nice white head and I want to pop it. And you want to pop it. Because mm. I love popping zits. Me too. Like, it's so satisfying. I can't believe they tell you not to because I honestly think it's better for your skin to pop it. I agree. They're like, it'll scar. And I'm like, not really. Like, not and it'll really. go away like, faster. Yeah, it makes it go away faster and it's satisfying. Like a win-win all around. There is nothing that brings me more joy than like when Sarah or like a friend comes to me and they're like, I got a good one on my back for you. Oh, I like, don't like that. Is it Christmas? Ew. No. Is Ew, it my birthday? Me out. Ew, you like popping people's backsets? Love. 
love. There was a friend of mine at work actually when I worked at my last company who was just walking through the office minding his business and he had a giant zit like on his his arm. Ew. Like his upper arm. And Don't I was tell like, me you popped it. I was like, Don't hold tell still. Me you popped it. I took him by surprise. He did not see it coming. He was like, Megan, what the fuck? That is like assault. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. If someone came up to me and popped my arms it unaware, I would be like, you have a weird fetish. Get away from me. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's super weird. I couldn't help myself, but it was, I still think about it. I'm like, God, that was a great set. Ah, I don't know why. Like, I love popping face zits, but body zits hit are different. It's a different. It's not the same. It's not the Disagree. same vibe. Oh my so gosh. satisfying. Any guy I date, they have to be aware. Like, if you have a zit, I'm going to ask to pop it. Oh or like gosh. an ingrown whisker. Just going to like pull uh-huh. it, like tweezers. Ingrown whisker. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I, can't re- I can't relate to that desire in any Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. way. <laughs> it's the best. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I also I also learned I'm never going brunette. Um, so yeah, you are blonde. I'm a blonde. Like it's just at heart. It's part of the whole the whole thing. Yeah, like, I feel like be. I I really wanted to be the girl who could like be blonde at one point. I got like a blonde balayage and everything, and I was like, I'm just not a blonde girl. The brunette, you rock the brunette. It's your. Thank I can't you. imagine you blonde. I think that's why we work so well together. We are two halves of a whole. <laughs> yeah we need a we need a ginger we do we need we need Maeve to dye her hair like super red like red velvet cupcake and just be our mm. ginger friend there's actually this are you attracted to gingers no not generally it's it's not that I couldn't be but like it's definitely not like I see a ginger and I'm like ooh. there's this really hot ginger guy that I follow on Instagram that I'm I need to figure out how to finesse okay he's super hot he's tall um ginger and my friend is friends with him so i texted my friend the other day when he posted something that was like really attractive and i texted my friend i was like what's this guy's deal he's so cute um and my friend was like i think he's single i don't know him super well but like i could definitely text him for you and now i'm kind of like i was like i'll let you know so now i need to figure out if i want to try to like slide in somehow to this guy's dms or like what i should do have you ever done that like hit someone up by sliding into their dms well, he has a lot of followers, so I feel like he wouldn't see it. It's the issue. I think that's why I like texted my friend because I feel like I need it has An to end. be like through the through the text messages, not through the DMs, you know? Yeah. But I I've never probably done was not that. gonna do anything. You never slid in the DMs? Mm-mm. I don't think I really have either. I mean, I definitely like have replied to stories before as a way of like sliding in. I guess I've just never really like thought of Instagram as a dating app, but a lot of people do. It's like, it's a dating app for sure. I feel like especially like it's how you figure out if someone's in town in your city or like single, like it's very clear okay, yeah. on Instagram. Like if a guy I want to hook up with who usually is not in LA posts that he's in LA, I'm going to swipe and be like, Oh my God, what are you doing this weekend? You know? Okay. Yeah. I feel like in that sense. Yes. I think we've all done that, but I'm saying like, if you see a guy on Instagram who you don't know, you think he's hot, just slide in and be like, Hey, you're good looking. Like, yeah, I feel like that's a little weird. Like, I feel like no one that does that to me is someone I would want to fuck. So I'm not going to do that to someone else. I, uh, we're going to have to cut this part out, but I have to tell you, there's this guy in my DMs who responds about the podcast every week. Maybe we keep this part in and he learns to stop. <laughs> I- I don't want to hurt his feelings because he's so sweet, but I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm not responding to 
any of them. Yeah. You know, at least he's listening. At least he's listening. That is really nice. Yeah. I did, Um, you know, I got a fun DM this week, but we're not going to really talk about it too much. (laughs) Wait, can we talk about it a little bit? Um, Very little bit, just that, you know, people are listening to the podcast and oh (laughs) yeah I listen I I, I'm sorry that that happened to you because that was not fair but you know you did not do anything wrong we did not do anything wrong I just feel like with this podcast I'm gonna like I I'm free to speak on my experiences and absolutely I'm never gonna say like real names right names are always either changed or not said Mm -hmm. and like the odds are no one's gonna know who we're talking about. Like we can, well, that's, yeah. We can say I mean, like, like things for the context for the story, but like listeners are not gonna know. Like we're not putting you on blast like by name unless you deserve it, right? <laughs> and like if you know that I'm talking about you, I'm just saying my truth. Like I'm not saying anything that didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, that's all I'm gonna say about it. But um, you yeah. know, thanks for the listens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she listened twice. You listens are the best. <laughs> this good. is why it feels so good to just not have a man in my mind. Like I just yeah. can't like the stress of like caring about a man, like all the things you have to do and go through and like it's just like insane. Like what? It's too much. No, the amount of bandwidth we waste. Like think of how much we could get done. I'm getting so much done. Like I'm getting so much done. <laughs> it's crazy. And like I, I mean, I haven't had sex in a while. I will say that. I haven't either. Oh, my God. How, How long has it been for you? you? Let me – I li- do you still keep a list of guys you hook up with? I have literally never kept a list of guys I've hooked up with. And I think you're the only what? person I know who does that. Actually, oh, no, you're really? not the only one. You're not the only one. I but. I did it at first because I was, like, young and was like, oh, hee hee. And then now I do it more to, like, remember, <laughs> like, my past. Like, Dude, some like of them I to, don't like, want to remember. No, I know. I feel that. But it's like a good way to be like, what was I doing like at that time of my life? And it's like, oh, I was doing this guy from Sigma Chi. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. How like you – I don't think we've talked about it on the pod, but you talk about how you've like kind of defined certain moments in your life based on who you were hooking up with at the time. Not defined, but like no, yeah, you but remember like a, certain chunks kind of, of your era. life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it helps remember like – because, like, it, it, when you are really into a guy, it is pretty consuming. Like, you know what I mean? So it helps, yeah. like, remind me where I was in certain stages of my life and, like, what I was spending my time doing if I'm, like, kind of, like, I feel like every year of college I had, like, a main, like, a main guy that I think of for that year. And then, like, yeah. outside of that, it's just, yeah, it's a way to categorize life's moments. I'd <laughs> agree with sense. that. I'd like to find a huge chunk of my life by that first relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I think, but oh, oh, speaking of, met up with my ex boyfriend, One True Love. Wait, how'd it go? It was honestly so anticlimactic. Like, it was fine. It was nice. We just caught up. We literally just got coffee because we were both super busy, like, during the evenings. Mm-hmm. But I kind of actually realized, like, I think I always kind of held on in my mind to this idea of like maybe one day mm-hmm. I was like never again. Yeah. No, not even to fuck. Maybe. I mean. So you might fuck him again. Maybe not. Maybe yes. 
Well, okay. So I realized that we'll never be able to be together again. We're just such different people now. I'll always have love for him. Like, I, I love this person. He was such an important part of my life. He was a very formative part of my life. Um, And like, I really did kind of learn from him what love feels like. But mm-hmm. he is still in such a bender phase. Like... Mm-hmm. This man parties harder than anyone I know. And he was talking about some girl he's been dating who, like, likes to be in bed by 11. Like, so lame. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. Looks like our our ships cross too late in the night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you're on different coasts. There's just no reason to date him again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, not even in the future. I mean, I just, I think that time has passed. But always will appreciate him and have love for him yeah I don't think that I'm gonna end up with anyone that I've slept with before you know what I mean like I think think my like next partner or like future husband is gonna be someone I haven't met yet yeah I've also heard like this one statistic that by the time you're like 18 or 21 you've already 60 like you've already met the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with but I feel like that's a very like it's like the the odds are that you have already met the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with, which means right. it's just more than 50% of the people do. But I think that's also a dated statistic because that's like kind of earlier generations when people would get married younger and they'd get like we didn't have dating apps and people weren't so mobile and bi-coastal and I mean, yes. And then also we have to remember that like we live in a big city and have big city lives and like a lot of people in this country live in small towns and rural towns and like you know, you get what you get and you meet them and you stay in your town and, you know, you kind of don't, you don't branch out too much else. So I, I do think it's dated, but I do think it's more accurate than like you and I would ever realize because it just wouldn't apply to us. Yeah. Like a lot of the people in my hometown that are getting married have known each other since they were in grade school. Yeah. I do know? know a lot of people who just like, they ended up getting back together with like their high school sweethearts or like Mm -hmm. people who just kind of never really broke up since high school and I feel like that's such a crazy thing to do it's like do you have any idea how many people are out there but like some people have and it's not a bad thing some people have smaller like worlds you know what I mean like and it's there's a lot of like comfort and like wholesomeness to that but it does just mean that you have you have way less options. So like, it does make sense in those situations to like get back with your high school sweetheart without exploring everything because you're never going to be in a a place where you can't explore everything. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it. Like, I feel like from my perspective, because I've always grown up in a big city and like, I've only lived in big cities. Like the idea to me is so foreign. Oh, same. Yeah. For I mean, I would never like that would just never be what happens in my life. <laughs> Do you think about sometimes the people who you went to like high school with and like even college, the people who are so cool, who are like things are just so different now, like the people who peaked in high school and the ones you thought you like wanted to date. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guys that I liked in high school, I like I don't want to be mean, but I just would never like them now. <laughs> <Let's> no. <do> <laughs> that. <laughs> They're like like professional dirt bikers and like sponsored <laughs> skateboarders or something it's like there is I, I feel like it's like when guys are like two years out of college they begin their downward they either go one way which is like oh shit you're gonna be like a super hot catch or they mm-hmm. very much plummet the other way and there's no in between yeah I wonder yeah. what that difference is you think it's like 
mama's boys or like <laughs> I feel like it's the guys that were so cool in high school for no reason other than that they were hot and athletic so they never like, had to try right and they never to try they had so much validation they like you know whatever yeah. and then they didn't play a sport in college because they weren't mm -hmm. like that athletic and then they had to get normal lives and then they just became normal people and they're like oh shit why is no one just validating me for no reason anymore yeah I feel like part of the reason I'm in such like a growth phase of my life right now is because like I never really was like the traditionally like as like a, like growing up as like an adolescent I was never like that traditionally like super hot girl that like caught everybody's eye I wasn't like a someone who just was you know validated and praised for no reason and now mm -hmm. I'm like growing up and I'm realizing I have to like you know put in that work and I have to become someone who's like successful and works hard and I'm kind of I'm becoming a better person and I feel like it's really valuable for me that I had to go through that and go ahead. <laughs> so maybe you were invalidated and you just didn't realize. I mean, you bad. were, I've seen photos of you. You were super hot. I don't know what you're talking about. In high school? <laughs> yes. You were like a ballerina. I was a ballerina, but girl, I got to show you pictures from when I was like 16, like 15 before I knew what to do with my hair or anything. Like Mm -hmm. I had some moments. <laughs> I really, since we're on the topic of like hair this week and like our pixie mm -hmm. cuts, what was the most tragic like look you had in high school and what was that part of your life like? Right before freshman year of high school, I got five teeth removed because I never lost my baby teeth. So I had five teeth pulled before my freshman year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> Which teeth? <laughs> like the side ones, like visible ones. <laughs> Like, I'll find a picture and we can put it on the Instagram. I had gaps in my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I hadn't had Invisalign or braces or anything yet. So, like, my teeth were jacked, like, my whole freshman year. And, like, then I finally, the baby, the real adult teeth grew in and I got Invisalign and I got that shit figured out. But that was a tough phase, like, going in, like, eighth grade to freshman year that yeah. summer. Had all those fucking teeth pulled, which, first of all, was extremely painful. And they don't put you under. And they're, like, yanking your head around on the table. Um, and then, and then I also had, uh, side bangs. So I had no teeth and side bangs. <laughs> okay. So what I was thinking of, like, as my like tragic look was when, first of all, the only way I knew how to straighten my hair was with like one of those metal, like con air, like mm -hmm. it was just, like a really old, like drugstore straightener. I had these mm -hmm. braces that they were not like the cute little, like, teeth colored kind of invisible braces like they were full on metal train tracks and I had side bangs and then there were days that I would leave my hair curly so I'd have these like crusty crunchy curly like dead yes. hair with the mm -hmm. braces and this was when I had the worst acne I've ever had in my whole life it was a That's tragedy a I did the same thing with my hair where I would only straighten my side bangs and then leave the rest of my hair very crunchy, curly. And like, all been there. It's a, you got to go through that phase. You really need the, the awkward phase. It is so insane to me how like the girls of that age of this generation just don't go through that. I know. That's like, like makes me sad kind of. Who are they like, going to be? Well, I also just feel like we as adults – on TikTok and social media, see all these young girls that are like not going through the awkward phase, be being beautiful. But like, we're not seeing that probably most of the girls in these middle schools are still going through the awkward phase, are still like do dealing with all this like stuff. And like, they're probably so much more insecure now because yeah. 
like all these hot girls on TikTok that are their age, look like adults, look beautiful, never went through this phase. And like, they're no longer exposed to like two hot girls at their middle school. Now it's like the entire internet is like, we're better than you. Yeah, shit. I would have gotten wrecked if I was, I think I was born at the exact right time. It makes me so scared to like ever have kids. I can't even imagine like growing up. I mean, I'm sure every generation has felt this way about their next generation, but like I truly cannot imagine growing up in the social media age like it it's yeah. so crazy well the thing is we kind of did but not in the way that the kids growing up today are like I got on Facebook at like 11 years old but right, it was when true. we were still we were still all posting pictures of like us at like sleepovers making like funny faces like playing dress up or whatever yeah Oh, I have a story about Facebook, like middle school. Oh, wait, this is going to start off. This is going to start off dark, but it'll end funny. So stay with me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, in like, I didn't have a Facebook because my parents like wouldn't let me go until high school, but my friend did. And one night we were at, we were having a sleepover and I'm messaging this guy off her Facebook account, but he knows it's me. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, it's Emily. And it's this guy that I have a crush on. Um, and we're messaging and he's being super like flirty, like more so than usual. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, he likes me back. But secretly, like he was like about to, like he was about to like bully me, but was trying to like, it was like a whole thing where he was trying to like butter me up first. Right. Um, and then he was like, oh, would you want to hang out sometime? And I was like, yeah, I would love that thinking this is all going great. And then I can't remember the exact message, but he sent something back like, haha I'm fucking kidding I won't hang out with you till you grow some tits and then I was like oh and I was so sad whatever first of all okay so then that was like oh oh my god then I started googling boob jobs um (laughs) but now flash forward so that's like the dark part flash forward to three years ago first of all never grew tits so jokes on him but (laughs) (laughs) and still thrived um but he and I are at a bar together with my still small tits, he's flirting mm-hmm. with me for real this time, trying to hook up with me. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. So I play the game back. So we're flirting, whatever. He's like, do you want to come over? I'm like, sure. I go back to his house. I wait until I'm on top of him, about to take my sh- like shirt off. And I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to go home. And then I just went home and blocked him. <laughs> so he was like about mean. to get the small tits. And then he didn't get anything. And then he like was messaging me like later and was like on Instagram and was like, um, I don't remember. He was just like, come back over, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sorry, can't. And like, was just like, and like, wasn't texting him back. Me and my small tits are going to bed. Me and my small tits are going to where they're appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like a long game power grab to like, be like, you were a fucking like, like made fun of my body when I was in middle school. And now like, you think you can have it? Like, fuck no. (laughs) Absolutely not. Oh my God. I'm disgusting. Once again idolizing you that's such an amazing power move mm-hmm. well wow we went like way left like, we did and I have had my whole time this whole time I've had my list open because the last guy I fucked was July 4th <laughs> <laughs> to circle back Dude, that's a long time long time what is it it's August 26th it's a long time I don't miss it I can't, I'm like not really craving it either yeah, my vibrator is really... doing more for me than any man yep. ever has. Literally, <laughs> I was reunited with my LA vibrator last night, and not my Albuquerque vibrator. And I was like, "This is great, amazing." The, the OG. <laughs> <laughs> what 
kind of vibrator is the one like what kind do you like okay is it in your room right now can i find it it is no don't find it <laughs> i have two okay so what i really like is a wand right yeah but i ordered one that i didn't realize like it it looks like a normal size on mm -hmm. like online when i received it it is the biggest like like a big massager wand like a giant yeah. massager wand like it's yeah. enormous like i definitely can't travel with it I'm so sad. i also have this like i have a rabbit too but i feel like i don't like it as much because a i mm -hmm. i don't like putting a vibrator inside me me neither it feels uncomfy it it just doesn't feel right or like you it doesn't hit with it it's just not right yeah and then like you can't really use it on your clit it's just like kind of not the same so i agree uh, do you have what do you have one of those like clit sucking ones no but i want to get one i'm very curious about those we should try that for a podcast episode. i was saying <laughs> we should do an episode where we each try a new type of vibrator <laughs> i'm down to try those the womanizer i think that's what it's called I, I don't know. I really want to try Raina and Ashley's. Me too. Also, I was thinking about this. I think you're more Raina and I'm more an Ashley. Do you agree? You read my mind. I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. You are Raina. You are Ashley. I am Raina. We even, yeah. you're the tall one. I'm the short one. Also, mm -hmm. like, yeah. you're kind of, you're like a little more, you're definitely more, I don't know if it's like sign wise, but I feel like Raina and I are definitely more, like, maybe a little more chaotic and a little more. Mm -hmm emotional and like mm -hmm. you guys are just a lot more like abc get shit done like yeah. it's that's so funny yeah i was just thinking that and you're jewish and i'm jewish <laughs> <laughs> no it's so true i was like yeah I, but what's funny is i enjoy listening to reina more so like okay. it's yeah yeah. I always enjoy I I mean I love both of them. I mm -hmm. adore what they both have to say, but I always feel like Raina's or I always feel like Ashley's commentary is what like hits for me. I think Raina's so funny. Like I always love kind of her like the color she adds and then mm -hmm. I feel like Ashley just like hits at home. That's funny that we're like the opposites. Um which makes sense. That, that does make sense. sense because I love talking to you and like not listening <laughs> to myself. Right. That's so for funny. anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the girls gotta eat podcast. Which if is you like, don't listen to that yet, yeah, do yourself a favor. Yeah. It's I'd we're, say that's we love them. I'd say that's my favorite podcast of all time. You know what podcast I really like, and this is really embarrassing. I'm gonna expose myself. Nick Vial's podcast from The Bachelor. <laughs> oh my god. What is it even about? It's called The Vile Files. Here's why it's good. People call in anonymously and tell their dating stories and ask for advice, and they tell long stories. Like, it'll be, like, okay. a 10-minute story, so it's very voyeuristic, and you feel like you just get to, like, listen into all this, all these other people's lives and their bullshit, and it makes you feel better that your life isn't as messy as theirs, and you haven't, yeah. like, gotten yourself in that situation. And then, like, he actually gives really good fucking advice. <laughs> you know who gives great advice? One of the podcasts I love is the You Up podcast. Mm, yeah amazing good, advice they are jared their voices and annoy me though oh i love their, their voices. voices they're really? both so jewish it just feels like home i <laughs> i love them and i think they give I, great advice yeah. i think they're very like level-headed and just like very they're just really intelligent and they just like have yeah. a lot of good things to say about dating 
I want people to ask us advice, even though we have terrible dating lives and have no basis to give advice on. I just think I, it'd be fun. Neither do they. And, <laughs> okay, true. I've actually, I've been thinking about this. This is not like a, a, like a dating and relationships podcast per se, but it is a big part of our lives and it is a big part of what we talk about. And I would fucking mm-hmm. love to hear some crazy stories. So if you guys want to write in and tell mm-hmm. us just some crazy shit that's happened to you, we can make a whole segment out of it. Like, yeah. Every week, just call out a story if you guys want advice, if you just want to rant about something insane that some guy or some girl did to you, please share with us. Send us an email or send us like a voice memo on Instagram yeah. or text us. Like that would be fun to read, listen to a voice memo. I, or if you do want advice, I feel like I can give good advice. I just can't take it. So I can give good advice. But if I'm in that situation, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to fuck it up. But from the outside, I can tell you very level-headedly where to go. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be fun to start adding, um, you know, that kind of stuff into this pod. So yeah. call in, right in. Um, anything else well, before we wrap it up? Anything else about the wigs? Any last ponderings? I was just going to say, I feel like our conversation, like, took such a turn from the hair. But I think it all kind of wraps up into, like, just – how we feel about ourselves as women and how we interact with people in the world based on our physical appearance, based on the way we think other people see us. Like our confidence was on the floor when at the end of the day, like no one was looking if we had just owned it. Yeah. Like we probably could have fucking killed it in our pixie cuts. Yeah. So I think the moral of this story for the week is like, you are truly the determining factor of the way other people see you. Yeah, it's true. Like you're the energy and vibe you're putting off your confidence is what people are going to remember. They're not going to remember what your hair fucking looked like. Yeah. And I think that's a really valuable lesson for me to take with me. And I think for like anybody listening, I think that's something huge that I took away from this. So to my friend who was an asshole telling us to cut our hair off and go through this. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. We are. We want more of these, more suggestions. Yeah, <laughs> we are open to anything like this, really? anything more. Um, I I told you I met some people in Albuquerque that I want to have on the pod because they have very unique jobs and we're going to hear all about it um, when we try out their unique job. But that's for a later episode. Um, you know, we've got more coming up, but we want more things to do. Thanks for listening to this very, you know not inspirational podcast but a more emotional episode an emotional, we're trying I to love an emotional episode not even emotional more just like theoretical ponderings yeah ponderings yeah. the inner workings uh, of our minds that since we're basic girls are probably very similar to most of the girls listening that's exactly it and uh, then if you're listening here's some insight for you take it with you do something with it <laughs> yeah stop Cyberbullying, middle age, middle age, middle age, middle school, middle age. Oh my God! Next week we need to talk about the idea of you, the book. Speaking of, oh my God, we don't have time today, but we'll put it on the docket. Um, Um, Cool. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five star rating. Please leave leave us a nice little review. We love doing this, and thank you so much for listening. We love you. Do we? We do. We do. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye.